0: What do you do and what do others do when something really good happens? Something good happens to you or to another. What do we want to do? You do well on a test and you're so excited because you've been worried about it. You made that good grade. Your team wins that big game. You get that promotion and that raise at work or that job you wanted. The three of our young families here in the church call me, speak to me, excited, want to do what? Share the good news of what? They're engaged. Jonathan, engaged. Cammie, David, Engaged. Clint Pride with Emily, engaged. It's an exciting time. Or when the married couple announce, they're expecting. Or Daniel this week who called excited, the little one had been born. All through life, exciting, good events. And what do we want to do? We want to what? We want to tell others of that good that is occurring, anticipation. That's what we have here as we go back to Scripture to see good news, great joy, all people. Good news that brings great joy, and it's for all kinds of people. Here we're looking at these different what I'm calling songs surrounding the birth, the life of Christ. It was probably a normal night. Nothing unusual about this particular night. It's the norm. Those shepherds are positioned outside of Bethlehem with their sheep. They kept their sheep day and night for purchase to use and sacrifice by the Jewish people, bringing an offering of an animal. Probably just a normal every night event that became radically different this night suddenly, unexpected, an angel appears to them. It may be the angel Gabriel who had gone to Mary earlier and told this young virgin girl, perhaps as young, some say 12, 13, 14, 15, who was legally, we could say married, but not living together, not having a marital relationship. It's what occurred in their culture. It's far more than an engagement. It was a legal binding that took a divorce to separate. May have been the same angel, Gabriel, who comes now to these shepherds. We've got to understand shepherds in their time. Shepherds were uneducated. We would... Want to say street people, homeless in the sense that that's what they did. They stayed with their sheep day and night, those filthy animals often outside to protect them from other thieves, to protect them from wild animals that would kill them and destroy and eat them. But they were uneducated, they were poor, they were perhaps going days, weeks, months without bathing. Known as cheats and liars. Shepherds could not even testify in a court case. (laughs) Their testimony was not accepted. You're a shepherd, we won't believe you. You can't even testify of what you saw. And that particular night, an angel came to them and these normally brave, courageous men who protected their sheep from wild animals and thieves and burglars, they became terrified. They were so afraid, frightened, scared at what is happening. And I'm paraphrasing it. It's there in Luke 2. The angel... It's okay. Don't be scared. Don't be afraid. Let's go to the text again and see what is here in the same region outside of Bethlehem. There were these shepherds out in the field, and they were watching over their flocks. It's night, and the angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around. The glory, what is that? The beauty. The brilliance. They saw something of the excellence of God. The excellence, the majesty, the holiness of God. Something of His supremacy that captured their minds and their hearts and their emotions, and they became terrified. We would all be terrified if we saw the glory of God as he is. And they're filled with fear. But the angel says to them, fear not, listen, I'm bringing you what? Good news. Great joy that is for all the peoples, all kinds of people. And to you, to you, is born in the city of David the Savior. He is Christ the Lord. Now go, go into Bethlehem. Don't go where the people are staying. Of course, there's no motels and hotels. But don't go where people rent rooms go where the animals are go to the stable filth filth stench that's where you're to go and you'll find a newborn baby and that baby is wrapped in clothes and it's not in a nice baby crib it's in the feeding trough can you imagine the unsanitary conditions of this newborn? That's where whew, God worked in these shepherds. They believed this angel. They believed it. And they started talking to each other. Let's go. Let's go see what we've just heard. They believed. And it says, quickly, with haste, they got up. Certainly they left someone back to watch the sheep. You don't leave sheep alone, unattended. So someone probably stayed back while the others went. And they found that stable, the right stable, and there he is. There's that new baby just born here among the stench and the filth of a barn. And look what happened. But before that, before they left hurriedly, it says a whole host of angels appeared. That's a military term to describe a massive number of soldiers. John MacArthur in his study Bible says probably it's described as a host of angels meaning there were so many angels you couldn't even count them wow let's go let's go so suddenly there was with that angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts and what are they doing they're praising God and what are they saying glory glory to god in the highest what are they doing their hearts are applauding what god is doing they're boasting they're boasting that god is fulfilling his promises they're celebrating the birth of the messiah family listen it was been, it was 7 hundred years earlier, when Isaiah the prophet, back in Isaiah 7 and chapter 7 and 8, predicted and prophesied a virgin will give birth to this one. They've waited 700 years and now it has happened. The Messiah has come, the Savior who will save his people from their sin. The Promised One has finally come. Whew, and they're so excited. Let's go see him. Let's go see him. Oh, great joy. Good news for all people. And so they go. They hurried, verse 17, and when they saw all that has happened, they made known the say. They couldn't keep it in among themselves. They had to tell it. They had to share it, this good news. And all who heard it, all who heard the shepherd's report of what has happened, wondered, what's going on? But Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in their heart. And then the shepherds leave. They go back. Look. And the shepherds returned. They go back. What are they doing? Glorifying, praising God for all they had heard and seen. It has been told them. Good news that brings great joy what is the good news from this scripture there are true three parts to that good news the first truth is Jesus Christ is Savior he is Savior He's the one and only one by which we are saved from our sin, saved from the family of Satan. Remember what Christ says, you are of your father, the devil. All of us are sons and daughters of someone, every one of us. Either you are a son and a daughter Of Satan, the devil, or you're a son of the heavenly Father, a daughter of the Father through Christ. But we're all sons and daughters of either or, Satan or the Father, the heavenly Father. And so it's Christ who saves us from the family of Satan where we're no longer his sons and daughters, hating the one and only true God, but we're brought in as adopted family, saved, rescued, delivered. We can read and hear and see of the firefighter who goes into that burning building. Hoping to rescue that family before the ceiling collapses and the walls fall in, and the firefighter rescues their life to save the little child who sees an opening of the door and crawls out and toddles and sees water and. Jumps into the pool. But God had someone there to what? Save and rescue that child from drowning. Jesus Christ is Savior. That's good news. Who has come to what? Seek and to save those who are lost. How does He do this? He works in us attitudes of repentance and faith in Christ. The only way to be saved is for you to turn from your sin and turn to Christ to be your God, to go His way and follow Him and not your own way. That's repentance. An ongoing turning from going your own way to follow Christ. Are you doing it? Are you pursuing Him? Do you want Him above your own pleasures? Repentance. expressed through faith. Christ, you're the only way. You're the only Savior. We cannot be rescued and saved apart from you. We'll never be good enough. We'll never be good enough. We can never earn this right. Jesus Christ, it's good news because he is Savior. But secondly, it's good news because he is Lord. He is Savior. He is Lord God. Look at the scripture that shows Jesus Christ from Colossians, from Colossians look at this scripture Colossians chapter 1 Colossians chapter 1 16 this is who Jesus Christ is he is Lord for by Christ that's who him is for by Christ all things were created who created this world Jesus Christ did because he's God he's Lord He created everything in heaven, everything here on earth, things that we see, that which is invisible, thrones, dominion, rulers, authorities, all things were created through him and for him because he is Lord. This is good news. Jesus Christ saves. Jesus Christ is Lord. And then lastly, it's good news because he brings peace. He alone is the source of peace. Now, bringing peace does not mean there is no war. It does not mean there is not war. It does not mean that there are not conflicts and disagreements. No, no, no. This peace begins first with peace with God. Family, we're born as enemies of God. We're His enemies. He's our enemy. The Bible says naturally we, listen, we hate God left to ourselves. That's how sinful we are. But God is willing to make peace with us, his enemy, through who? Christ. Peace with God by Christ's birth, by his life of perfect obedience, by going to the cross. Why? Why was Christ born that he would die? That he would take sin and punishment upon himself that he did not deserve. That he would descend into hell and take God's wrath that he did not deserve. That by his resurrection, we can have peace with God. That's good news. What is this good news? Three things. Christ is Savior. Christ is Lord. Christ brings peace. Peace with God. The potential with peace with others. And listen, peace. When your life is falling apart and you wonder, What is going on? Is this what life is like following Christ? Go back and see the words of that hymn we sang this morning. Where the songwriter says, Lord, I ask to grow in your grace. I ask to be, and I'm paraphrasing, I ask to be more like Christ. Christ. I ask that I could love more, but do you see what Christ does with those who pray like that? Do you want to love Him more? You want to serve Him greater? Yes, I hope so. But look where He takes us to get us there. That great hymn, I ask the Lord, Lord, I want to see You, I want to love You, and I want to obey You, and. takes us through hard times he devastates our life but it's a good devastation the outcome is increased faith and love and worship but he takes us where we begin seeing our sin and the hell we deserve and he lays us low and he humbles us and he We feel like nothing. Look at the hymn. Study the hymn that's for us, I ask the Lord. What's our response? Christ, thank you for your birth. Thank you for your life. Thank you that this is good news you Bring great joy because you are Savior. You are Lord. You bring peace. Begin there. Thank Him and give ourselves fresh and anew. Lord, take what you will, and it can be costly. Give what is necessary, it will hurt. But the outcome, the greater joy, the praise, the honor. The story is told to the best of my memory. The young couple had celebrated Christmas Eve with their church family. The next morning, they got up early with their young child and got in the car and headed to see family on Christmas Day. It was a long drive, and they got hungry, and they stopped at this little mom-and-pop's place. So few places are opened on Christmas. But it's told that they found a place that that was open, and they went in, and they were the only ones there except man over in the corner. He looked homeless. His hair, his beard, hadn't shaved, his clothes. But they were hungry, and so they positioned their little fella in a high chair away from him over there, trying, you know, shield him. This little fella's fascinated (laughs) by the old man. And so the little fellow would keep learning, leaning, and turning. and The man would make faces, you know, just like a little child. Man, they wanted to get out of there. They offered, they ordered, they got their food, they ate fast. And they tried to position them. They paid, they tried to position themselves so they wouldn't have to get near the man. But as they were trying to get out of the restaurant... The little fella who'd been so attracted to the old homeless man jumped out of Daddy's arms into the arms of the old man. Ooh, very awkward. And so very graciously Mom and Dad get the little fella and start out. And the man said with a great smile on his face. Thank you for letting your son love me. Thank you for allowing your son to love me. The parents took the little one. Got in the car. Silence. Silence. Eventually, one of them spoke up, mom or dad, and said, that's us. That's us. That's you and me. We're the dirty, filthy, outcasts. And we say to the Father, Father, thank you for letting your Son love us. Become one of us. Live that perfect life. Going to that cross, Father, to take your wrath that he did not deserve, that by his resurrection, he makes us your sons and daughters are we righteous and holy and as clean as Christ that's good news and God intends for it to bring us great joy and there's great joy in knowing it's not just for us it's for all kinds of people children Boys and girls, teenagers, college, university students, neighbors, nations. Reynoso, Mexico. Nations, neighbors. Good news that brings great joy. And it's intended for all kinds of people. Are you believing it? Are you experiencing this good news? You can turn from our sins daily, daily, daily come after Christ. Daily deny yourself. Daily take up the cross and follow Him. For there is great joy for all peoples. Let's thank Him. Father, we do want to thank you for this good news that brings great joy intended for all kinds of people, even people like us. Father, we're the filthy, we're the dirty. Apart from you coming to us and loving us in Christ, may we believe it, may we live it, but not keep it to ourselves reach out, reach out to family, reach out to neighbors, reach out to the nations. Thank you that this good news that brings great joy is intended for all peoples. May we faithfully believe you and live this truth through Christ. Amen.